All right, welcome back to the PPC Mastery Podcast and another solo episode with Miles today. I have a question from Thomas Excel and he asked, why do you prefer optimizing more for e-com accounts than lead gen accounts? And what's your favorite e-com target metric to optimize towards? So it's basically two questions in one and I will answer both of them. And before I get started, if you have a question for me, I'm doing some Q&As on, the, on my solo episodes. So if you have a question for me, please head over to ppcmastery.com slash podcast or check out the show notes. And then there's a link where you can submit a question. So without further ado, let's look at Thomas, his question. So I'll start with the first part is why do you prefer to work more with e-com accounts than lead gen accounts? And the second part is what's your favorite e-com target metric to optimize towards? So the first question, it's just a personal preference, man. When it comes to me working for e-com accounts only, there's a few things that worked out just the way they did. And I will, I will tell you. So before I started in working at agency in 2018, like right before that, I was interested in dropshipping. I was looking for a way to make money online and I came across some dropshipping courses. So I tried that, but I didn't really make it work. I, I tried some things, but nothing really worked out in the end. So at some point, my girlfriend just told me, hey, why don't you just go work at an agency? And there was a, a, a traineeship there. So when I started to work there, I was like, or when I applied, I thought to myself, okay, nice. I can work at an agency, get paid for a traineeship, like minimum minimum pay, and I can learn what I need to learn to build my own e-com store, my own e-com brand. So I was really interested in that. But when I started, they gave me different clients in different portfolio. So I was working with an e-com store, I had some lead gen, I had some like smaller, smaller stuff, a lot of different like yeah, verticals that I was working in back then. Taxis, local stuff, a lot of different different brands. And I was constantly telling my, my colleagues, my mentor, my managers that I wanted to work more with e-com brands because I, I just thought that was so interesting, the whole game of e-commerce marketing. But it took a while. Like I didn't have a complete e-com portfolio until like almost like one and a half to two years and that's when i had a really 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 nice portfolio of e-com clients like g-star raw globally but also other other stores that were big some were small some were medium-sized and i learned everything around that time about e-com and I, i really loved doing marketing for them but as i did marketing for them i also realized that it's actually a really hard business model and it, it definitely works and I have a lot of respect for, for e-com business owners. But the thing is here with, yeah, if you work in e-com, you know this, margins can be really tight. Advertising costs are, are increasing. You, you need to constantly balance out your inventory. There's a lot of moving pieces. You need a lot of personnel to work with you. And like I said, a lot of moving pieces. And, and when I discovered that, I figured, okay, that's not what I want to do anymore. But I was already invested so much in e-com. I really liked the whole industry, the whole ver- t- type of work, basically. And I loved doing Google Ads for e-com because it was so performance-driven. You can focus on the, the conversion cycles are relatively short. Yeah, I just like the game. That's it, basically. There's nothing fancy about it. I just The first reason that I had to do e-com, that's, that wasn't a thing anymore later on. But because I was already doing e-com so much, I, lo- I just loved it. And then I thought, yeah, 
I don't want to learn how Legion works. I understand how it works. I understand it perfectly well. But if I want to work with Legion clients now on the same level that I can help e-com clients, then I really need to invest in my skill set, in my in my in my yeah in my skills basically so as you see here at ppc mastery of course we teach everything from ecom all the way to legion but most of the legion stuff comes from bob because he's really specialized in that as well and i'm more specialized in, on the ecom side so i can go through all of our own materials and, and find some legion clients but i just simply don't want to because i enjoy working in ecom i enjoy working with those brands i enjoy doing the type of google ads for those e-com brands. So that's basically why, man. I love feed management. Uh, sometimes e-com can be a bit more difficult, but also more technical, and I just like it. I like how you can play with your campaign structures. Yeah, just the whole the whole shebang that goes, goes into it. So hopefully that answers it. It's not like rocket science, it's just personal preference. So I know some people that say, I don't want to do e-com because of those reasons. I know people that only want to do local because they enjoy helping local businesses. I know people that only want to do lead gen because they are good at it. I know people that only want to do corporates or finance or whatever it is. Whatever works for you, do more of that. And then your second part of the question is, what's your favorite e-com target metric to optimize towards? So my favorite e-com metric to optimize towards is the one that I decide on with my clients that we're going to steer on. So that's an annoying, annoyingly vague answer maybe, but it is the truth. Like I can say, yeah, it's ROAS or a media efficiency ratio or CPA, but it depends on the goals that we set. So when I look into Google ads, most of the cases now with the clients that I have, it's just ROAS simple we we judge the performance uh, evaluate the performance inside of google ads based on the roas that we get in google ads and then of course there's a lot of things that we look at cross campaigns attribution from third level third party attribution tools etc like i use northbeam a lot but next to that that's only one piece of the story the one piece of the puzzle we also most cases look at media efficiency ratio which is basically just all of the advertising spend combined because i work with a few big brands that are doing google ads met everything on meta tiktok reddit snapchat it, the funnel becomes complicated really quickly if you do so many yeah marketing on so many advertising on so many channels and then you really need to look at the media efficiency ratio because if you don't then Google's going to say we got a good ROAS. Facebook is going to say we got good ROAS. TikTok is even going to say we got good ROAS. And then if you combine all that data, then sooner or later, you're going to find out that you thought you had more revenue against the cost that you're getting. And it's actually, yeah, it hurt one of my clients in the past because they didn't, didn't know yet before I started working with them. So that's why I always look at the overall performance I, I i personally i'm I'm old school as well like i know some people will have really fancy dashboards and some of my clients have really nice looker studio dashboards but i personally like most of my clients are working in shopify i really like logging into shopify every morning and then just seeing okay how much revenue did we do yesterday and then looking into the dash the spend dashboards and just getting a grip on on the 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 cost that we see across different channels which includes of course google ads but yeah i i, I like to have that overall overview and not just stick to the, the data that i see in google ads because i know it's over attributed i know it's inflated and and it's really important for us google ad specialists to also 
be aware for our clients about what's going on outside of Google Ads. And I know that not everything is directly inside of our control, but at least the, the least thing that we can do is help our clients find gaps, discover growth opportunities, discover maybe something that's not going well that they should be aware of. And I can do that personally by looking into the into the data on a, on a holistic overall level. So hopefully that answers it. Usually inside of Google Ads, it's ROAS. That's what my clients steer on. And then outside of that, we have the ROAS as well in, for example, a North Beam. But then definitely, definitely look at the media efficiency ratio. And, and sidestep, that's why I love North Beam so much because they have custom attribution models that you can say that you maybe want to devalue branded search. Maybe you want to devalue email marketing and then it's divided more among yeah steps that came before that so more like first touch attribution or whatever the attribution model is not gonna go into that now but the main thing here the main point that i'm trying to make is those third-party attribution tools will really help you see what the performance really looks like across all of the different channels and don't forget to look at the overall media efficiency ratio so that's it hopefully that answers your question thomas thanks for submitting if you have another question listener if you have another question please go to ppcmastery.com podcast you'll find a link where you can ask a question and maybe in one of the future episodes i will go and answer your question so thank you for listening and if you're watching on youtube thank you appreciate it and i'll see you in the next episode peace